Welcome fellow traveler. I'm Stephanie Elizabeth Briggs, and this is Soul to Life, a podcast for old souls on the multi-dimensional journey of being human. This is episode 7, where I'm getting into the vibes of the full moon in Aquarius, and how this unusual lunation will be carrying through Leo season. Plus, I'm going to share about my recent encounter with a wild turkey, and what it taught me about using my power. So, we have the first full moon of Aquarius, exact on July 23rd. 2021 at 10 37 p.m. U.S. Eastern Time. So this is actually the first of two full moons that are happening in Aquarius this year. Today we have the full moon at one degree of Aquarius. So this is the very beginning of the sign. And the sun has just moved into Leo. So the sun is at one degree of Leo. It's a brand new solar season, and this really is a solar season in that Leo is ruled by the sun. This is a place of vibrancy, of shining your light, sharing your unique radiance as the divine human being that you are. This is an evolutionary container of sorts, this next month of time where we will experience the full journey through both Aquarius and Leo. So there's something of significance here that this space, this container of so-called linear time, this is a space that's being created for us to explore and potentially manifest some of the gifts that we've been carrying and perhaps holding within. Where we find ourselves right now, we are stepping into this Leo season and this sort of lunar Aquarius season, and there are some other planets in Aquarius as well that I will be diving into. But starting off, we're kind of getting a snapshot of where we're at. So as we move through this lunation, this time of Leo and Aquarius energies, sort of a exercise in being with polarity, finding a way to embrace these somehow, and potentially coming out a bit different and more whole on the other side, and then as we will move into Virgo season and the fall. When we're dealing with sun in Leo and moon in Aquarius here, there's the importance of looking at how you engage with your individual self-expression and your contribution within your larger community. This is a time of working through any issues that you may have around this. Now, the individual and the group are sort of two layers or perspectives or vectors that we can look at our lives. So, but they may appear polarized, but they're actually interwoven. So looking at how we fit into our social groups in a literal and conceptual sense, 
Like, how do we fit into society, into the dominant culture, based on the identities that we hold, where there's that Leo piece and Chiron, which has recently turned retrograde. I spoke about that a little bit in my last um, episode six with the new moon in Cancer, but Chiron is retrograde now in Aries. So this is having to do with core wounding around our very existence as beings who are alive upon the earth, as human beings. These questions and these patterns and whatever is coming up for us during this time, what we have around this can be very deeply held. As we think about our place in society, our place in community, whether or not we feel we belong or feel like we are welcome, whether it's safe for us to take up space, what are the ways that we habitually take up space or do not? Although we are moving into this time of Leo, which is a fire sign, it's all about the energy, the passion, that divine spark of creativity, of co-creativity. Co-creativity is the reality that we are always in relationship, that we are always interacting and interconnected. And as we are moving through our lives and making choices on our journey, we're engaging with the world around us, both seen and unseen. There are many layers and intersections when it comes to that Aquarius realm of the the collective. It's also the collective consciousness, right? The programming. So this is where we are uprooting and evolving and deconditioning the very paradigm of reality that we may have taken on that may inform how we show up. Before the sun entered Leo, it was transiting opposite Pluto in Capricorn. And that is separating now, but still part of this overall energy pattern. Pluto represents what has been buried or hidden or unconscious. Pluto is also trying to the asteroid series in Taurus, Ceres is also receiving a square from Mars in Leo. There's a lot of energy here that is ready to be unearthed. So we're going through this process of looking at what's at the root of our current struggles or patterns, especially patterns of deprivation, diminishment, hardship, control, perfectionism over-responsibility. It's happening in our mind and in our bodies and our nervous systems. It's all interconnected. I believe most of us have some element of intergenerational trauma just by virtue of the fact that our society at large is highly traumatized and traumatizing culture, supremacy culture, and there has been culturally very little room for healing, restoring our wholeness. We are in a process of reclaiming our needs and our desires and our agency 
And this may come into conflict with what we have learned or inherited or the ways that we tend to navigate our circumstances. Mercury is also moving now toward the same opposition with Pluto that will be exact on July 25th. Mercury, the planet of the mind, the planet of exchange and dialogue and communication, is the power of the pen. So there could be some really rich opportunities to get insights through journaling or if you like to do automatic writing, but also just through conversations with people, things may be revealed to you, insights that had not quite crystallized until the right inspiration. There also may be a fear of speaking up. We may hold back what we have in conversation for fear of being rejected or criticized. We have the moon in a trine to black moon Lilith here, who said, no, I will not conform to your demands. And they were expelled and demonized. So with all of this energy in Aquarius, there's also that aspect of the heretic of someone who's willing to challenge or speak out against the status quo, who's willing to say the emperor has no clothes. So there's this sense of the rebel with a cause. And so my question to you is, what do you care about so passionately that you will speak up? What arouses your courage, that Leo quality? If nothing comes to mind, get curious about that. A lot of us hold deeply ingrained fear. And this may even be in our nervous system. That's another element of Aquarius. We may have fragmentation in our energy system if we have experienced trauma. And so this is a time when healing is possible through walking a new path. And through each of those steps, you're forming a new groove. You're getting out of that old rut. But it does take practice and it takes those courageous moments of being willing to try something different, even though you don't know how it might go. We have Jupiter here. Jupiter is retrograde and it's currently at zero degrees of Pisces. So it's about to go back into Aquarius, but before it does, it has been transiting opposite Venus in Virgo. So there's energy here for healing, for devotion, for service, and finding that balance between devotion and service and looking to any patterns of martyrdom or saviorism. If you have a tendency to do too much for other people, we all have boundaries, we all have desires, needs, we all have limitations, we all have gifts. Jupiter's retrograde is going to start off at the same degree of Aquarius, 29 degrees, where the next full moon will transit on August 22nd. I just think this is so cool. This is why I love astrology. Such an amazing system to navigate our journey. And so that's something that I'm passionate about. So over these next four weeks, 
this energy, this sort of dual energy of Leo and Aquarius will be shepherding us through this time when we have the potential to really get some energy moving and really get into position for some of the things that we've been wanting to experience. The energy is here if you are willing to tap into your courage. And also remember that we have to know and love and express who we are in order to really bring our gifts and our medicine in service to those who want and need them which is what we get to really move forward with in Virgo season. But for now, we're in the journey, we're in the process. And Saturn is here in a sextile to Chiron and still widely square to Uranus and also trying to the North Node. So we're in this larger long-term evolutionary pattern that is ultimately moving us toward our destiny. It's moving us toward where we are growing next, individually and collectively. Our gifts are being developed. We are maturing. We are ripening through this process, even at times when it feels unpleasant and hard and frustrating and painful. Trust that the grain of sand is becoming a pearl, and that happens as It is polished by the friction of life. So remember that you are the grain of sand and you are also the pearl that you are becoming. I want to share a story from my life over the last week involving my encounter with a wild turkey. So I am grateful to live in a place where we have a nature trail here. So I get to walk out there most days. It's really magical. So alive with creatures seen and unseen. And I tend to feel really safe out there and at home and at peace. And so this particular day I was out there walking and I came under some low-hanging pine boughs on the trail, and as I came out, I realized that there was a large wild turkey right there in front of me on the trail. It had its back to me. It was digging for something in the ferns, and I immediately shrieked. It was automatic. I didn't know what to do. I was scared. The turkey was making noise and seemed also flustered. And so I just turned around and very quickly walked away. I was very freaked out and had a lot of judgment of myself for how I reacted. I was kind of scared that the turkey was going to chase me. And I'm grateful that it did not. But I decided to do some research and find out what are you supposed to do if you encounter a wild turkey. What I read was that they look to determine who is dominant in an interaction. And so you're supposed to establish dominance. They even said that you're supposed to haze turkeys if you have turkeys that are invading your yard. Now, first of all, this strikes me as a very human-centered perspective. 
If you do not establish dominance through your body language or your behavior, such as making loud noise or moving toward, I did exactly the opposite of what you're supposed to do. You're not supposed to turn your back to them or walk away because that lets them know that they are dominant and that you are essentially prey. (laughs) And I realize that I'm deeply uncomfortable with establishing dominance especially openly establishing dominance. (laughs) And it's certainly not my instinctual strategy that I've learned in my life. And so I'm grateful that this turkey led me to gaining this insight. And of course, there's a lot of reasons why I'm uncomfortable with openly asserting dominance. Some of it has to do with my family upbringing and some of the experiences that I've had. It's also the dominant culture. I'm conditioned as a woman, and so I'm supposed to be nice and quiet and accommodating and small. Don't get too big or assert my will if I'm making anyone else uncomfortable. So basically the lessons and the opportunities to grow and to decondition and to change my piece of the culture, I'm here for culture change. Ultimately, I engage with that in part through looking at the ways that I show up and the ways that I'm accustomed to using my power or not. It's also okay to bring humor and fun to the process. That's where the beauty of Leo season is here to remind us that life is meant to be enjoyed and shared with the people we love. I want to thank you so much for spending your precious time with me today. You can find the full show notes and an archive of past episodes at soultolifepodcast.com. If you'd like to learn more about me and my work, you can go to my website at heartblossom.life. And that's also where you can get on my email list to be notified about new episodes and to receive other subscriber-only goodies and updates. You can also follow me on Instagram at heartblossom.life or by searching for Soul to Life podcast. If you're enjoying Soul to Life, you can help sustain this offering by leaving a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, as well as by sharing Soul to Life with your people or by making a contribution at soultolifepodcast.com slash sustain. Soul to Life is created and produced by me, Stephanie Elizabeth Briggs, in collaboration with my guides of Earth and Sky. And our theme music is the song Pleiades by Starry Eyes. This is my musical alter ego. Thanks again for being here with me today. Until next time, wishing you all the best on your journey. Take care.